Blog Talk Radio. edition of the Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm your kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. How's everybody doing? Doing good, doing good. Can't complain. Happy Friday. No, that's right. Happy late birthday to me. I had a great one. Wait, can you allow somebody else to say happy birthday? Uh, ooh, no. Ooh, no. I'm just going to continue it. Ooh, ooh, okay. Say, don't break your heart. Don't, don't break your arm, Pat, and your thumb on the back. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, Happy birthday, Kettle. Well, thank you. Yeah, can we get it off our... Uh, did list? you have a good time? I sure did. That was beautiful. That's the only day you own. Yeah, went by the beach only and... Only day you hey, own. Hey, water park and, hey, did some splashing here and there. Oh, okay. Relaxation. That's what All right. Doing. Y'all didn't go to the nude beach or did anything uh, like that? Well, I'm going to take it. Oh, red wine. Boy, I thought you were such a nice thing. What stays in Delaware, what goes oh. on Delaware, stays in Delaware. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know they got down like that. Well, they done put me out, so. Oh. <laughs> so y'all, y'all act like y'all had sense, huh? Okay. Kind of, sort of, almost. All right, well, very they good. Give, they didn't give you opportunity to say, I've been kicked out of nicer places than this. Uh, <laughs> that's what you said. Yep, you got it. I enjoyed myself. It was nice. Oh, well, that's Wait. wonderful. Mm-hmm. All right, so Papa Didi, what's our topic to uh, kick it off today? What's our chit-chat? Uh, well, there's some stuff in the news, but we'll say that for the, the Hollywood uh, wrap-up. But th- just, just to gloss over things a little bit, do you still think that uh, women are really, I wouldn't say underpaid, but they kind of catty-corner them? Or they kind of, you know, the negotiation goes deeper or further than they would, you know, with a guy. When I say a guy, I'm talking about somebody like The Rock mm-hmm. or Denzel or people they know that they got to pay that dollar to straight up. Will Smith. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm using my brothers as an example as well, you know. Well, I think because, they are. You know, exceptions. So, I mean, yeah, we can do the round table on that. Just to, I mean, and like I said, you know, we know we're fighting for equal rights for sure, but. For some reason, some people of a certain generation just can't get they they can't they can't even they, they can't buy that in, in some cases. You know? Well, I would say aside from people acting, I know that the women's soccer team for the United States they're still struggling. Now I know that they have been given some kind of concessions, but they still are not getting the same money and the same benefits and all that the men's soccer team gets. I thought they sued. Mm-hmm. They did. And like I said, they got some concessions, but it's still not, the, the parity is still not there. So apparently this is just going to be a problem that seems like it'll never go away. I guess as long as people recognize gender as a thing, mm-hmm. then there's going to be this problem. It seems to me that work should be the money you get should be based on the work that you do, 
not the gender you were assigned at birth. But for some reason, that always seems to fall back into play. Mm-hmm. That's just my viewpoint. What you say, Kevin? Um, I'm just trying to understand. We always talk about who is they and who is, you know, making these, um, you know, the the pay scale. Who does the pay scale? Who is they that do the pay scale? Is it a, a white male? Because we always say it's a white man, so it's a white male. I guess it's a white male society. So, you know, I, I don't know. How can we change it? Where do we change it? You know, do we need more diversity on? Uh, are we just talking about the Olympics, or are we talking about we talking about just in general? I was just speaking in general across the board. Maybe we just need to be more yeah, diversity yeah. and more women in 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 the higher roles, I guess, who makes those decisions as far as who, you know, what the pay is. You know, but how do we get to that point? You know, we have to, we have to continue to fight, I guess. So, I guess, yeah. But to answer your question, I think the they is whoever is holding the checkbook. Mm -hmm. Because whoever is the one that's writing the check is the one in control of the money. So if they they have a problem Mm -hmm. with saying, if I do the same job that Papa Didi does, but for some reason his check is fatter than mine, Mm -hmm. and that's because the person who writes the check Mm -hmm. decided that Papa Didi to get more money. But I, th- I think it, it has to be a shift. You have to change with the times because more women are out there working and everything. Back in the day, 40s and 50s, or back in the way, you know, the, the man was always the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. So that's why that was the, that was the justification. Right. Now you can't justify because we do just as good of work as a man would. So yeah, women are out in the workforce right. just like men, if not in greater numbers. Right. So it might depend on the job, too. I think our physical capabilities may not be the same as a man. But give us something. Don't have that large of a disparity. If somebody's a man's making $100,000 and you just give me $50,000. Especially if we're doing the same job. Right. That's a big disparity. So, uh, yeah. We have to change that. So we have to get more women writing those checks. (laughs) That's what I think. And women of, of color, too. I mean, just because you're a female don't mean that you might not be trying to kick the black females out. Who knows? So, But you know what? I will say sometimes women are the worst offenders mm-hmm. of that because you have some women who want to get, once they get in the position of holding the checkbook, right? they feel like, okay, I made it and I don't want any competition. Right. So they make it so difficult for other women to move up in the ranks Mm -hmm. in the company. And they will put roadblocks, obstacles, speed bumps, all of that. And it's Mm -hmm. ridiculous. But Mm -hmm. I've seen it happen. Mm -hmm. And they need to stop that. That's you know, like, that's mm-hmm. all cat fights. No, pop dude. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you're trying to point. you're trying to run the world. Mm-hmm. You know, well, can't we all run the world? Can we all run some of it? Why has it got to be three or four multi-billionaires that's running everything? But just like, well, I'm just giving this example, and I'm gonna get off that soapbox. Like a lot of entertainers, um, a lot of the actors and things, they are. Um, starting their own quote-unquote production companies because they're not waiting on quote-unquote Hollywood to give them a break or give them a role or make them producer or this or that. They're not waiting for that. They're doing their own shiggity. 
That's what you got to do. Um, you know, I agree. Yeah. Did you have anything else to add, Papa D? Well, you know, um, just, just one thing. Like you were saying, Kettle, um, that when people do their own production companies, I think the biggest problem is coming from the the big dogs, you know, the Warner Brothers and the Paramounts and the Foxes and the, you know, the ones that really hold the strings of distribution and everything else. And these people are making so much money from somebody like somebody like Warner Brothers, for example. They've got the and Disney, mm-hmm. for example. Let's just use them two as an example. They're making so much money out of the side pocket. You know what I mean? They're negotiating with different actors on a major motion picture, but they're making money off of Toy Story 6, mm-hmm. big time, or <laughs> Sing, or um, Frozen, or I'm, I don't know who distributed what. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just putting names out there. Mm-hmm. There's more money going in their side pocket, so... With them talking to you out of their front pocket, there's so much money going in their side pocket that you can see their ass cheek in the back from how much that money from the side pocket is weighing down the back of their pants. So they don't really have to talk to you with any kind of seriousness because they're making a ton of money somewhere else. Right. So now they're like saying, ah, and then being they're so rich and powerful, when you try to sue them, they're like, oh, please, hogwash. That's not what we said. Bring it on. Because they got so much money in their legal fund. You know what I mean? They'd already made $20 million off the mm-hmm. movie. You know what I mean? So it's it's sort so of like the Trump theory. Mm-hmm. Sue me if you want to. Ah, I got a lot. I'll sue you. You know. I don't think a big a big name and a big voice means that you're going to win every lawsuit either. So, mm-hmm. But I just uh, wish everybody power to whatever they're trying to do and the independence of people. But like you said, Redwine, I think the ladies, once you do reach that pinnacle of where you are considered on the equal level like you supposed to have been, then don't get cocky now and think you're going to do an all-female review because now you're just as guilty as the, 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 the man's club was. Now you got the damn woman's clubs. What the, so what the hell? And people of color are always left out of all clubs. Anyway, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Balance. Yeah, balance is the key. But we're going to get into that later with Scarlett Johansson and, like you said, yeah. about the Disney and they're making more money, you know, the yang yang in their pockets. Mm-hmm. And stuff. But, uh, we'll talk more what about they do. That. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, let's get into the rundown. What you got on the docket tonight, Kel? All right, now. Hot off the press here. All right. Fire it up. All right. CDC warns Delta variant appears to spread as easily as chicken pox. Biden orders tough new vaccination rules for federal workers and Wisconsin officer to be charged in death of a black man. Here we go again. Mm-hmm. Uh, hidden and quitted headline, Chicago restaurant harassed for attracting too many black people. Also, Denzel Washington Foundation commits $1 million to Texas HBCU. Uh, Ten Nigerian Olympians disqualified. Authorities dropped the ball. Also, how much... Olympic athletes earn for winning medals. Also, Popeyes wants to end the chicken war. And uh, Trump supporters intimidating people door-to-door in Pennsylvania. Also, a cocktail of the week is called the Rosemary Grapefruit Refresher. What's popping with Papa Didi? Our weird news. We have to lighten it up. Epic battle between hundreds of monkeys in Thailand. Also, 37-year-old man woke up thinking he was 16. 
and man attempts to cure constipation with an eel in his anus. Okay. I'm just saying with red wine, what's the point of being banned? Living for the city with Papa Didi, my Hollywood wrap-up. I got a lot tonight. The kiss it list and the last word. Sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail. We'll be back with the hot topics. Does your gray hair make you look much older than you really are? Do Boy Scouts try to help you cross the street? Don't waste your time with messy hair colors that won't last. Wigs will just make your hair sweat. What you need is a permanent solution. You need gravy gone. Gravy gone. Burns your gray hairs right down to the root. No more coloring with gravy gone. Simply apply gravy gone with the heat protected gloves to your entire scalp. When you feel the burning, the gray hairs are being fried right on your head. After the procedure, just stick your head in a bucket of ice water to cool the burning, and just like that, no more gray hairs. You might have bald spots and burns where the gray used to be, but that's a whole different problem. Gray Be Gone will solve your gray hair problem once and for all. Gray Be Gone. Get yours today and make that gray go away. All right, welcome back to the John Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Oh, it's time for the hot, hot topics. It's simple. What you got on the bottom, Papa Didi? I got the CDC warns that the Delta uh, variants uh, appears to spread as easy as chicken pox, which I truly believe. Okay, the Delta corona variants surging across the United States appears to cause more severe illnesses and spread as easily as the chicken pox according to our internal documents from the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention. All right? The documents outline unpublished data that shows fully vaccinated people might spread the Delta, might, might spread, spread the Delta variant at the same rate as uh, unvaccinated people. CDC Director uh, Dr. Um, Rochelle uh, Walensky, she uh, conformed that uh, the autistic authenticity of the document, which was first uh, reported by the Washington Post. She quotes that, uh, I think people need to understand that we were not crying wolf here. This is serious, she said. CNN is one of the most uh, transmittable viruses that we've known about, the measles, chicken pops, mumps, things like that. They've been around forever. And uh, I think people should take heed to these these uh elements that were there long before a lot of us was born and have been controlled by the time we were born. Anyway, CNE, the CDC, published uh, data Friday that will back uh, Walensky's uh, uh, controversial decision to change guidelines for fully vaccinated people. She said Tuesday the CDC has recommended that even fully vaccinated people wear masks indoors in places where transmitting disease and, and the virus is highly likely. Okay, and she said that everyone in school, students, staff, and visitors should wear masks at all times. All right. The CDC presented, uh, presentation said the Delta, the Delta virus is about and transmittable, as about, as about as transmittable as the chicken pops, like I said earlier, and the measles and the mumps, oh. with each infected person on average infecting eight or nine other people. Okay, the, the uh, oh. original... Lineage was about a transmitting as a common cold, with each infected person passing the virus to about two or three people. 
but as they're saying now that the uh, coronavirus can pass it eight or nine people in the same day. With the Delta variant. With the Delta variant, yes. Oh, gosh. All right, and and and, and if if um, vaccinated people get infected anyway, they have a much uh, much much greater chance of surviving it as opposed to death and serious illness. But they still must wear their mask to to lower their chances. So, so what what's this, this is all saying? And, and you know, we're hearing a lot of different things from different people and different circumstances. And CDC doesn't want to commit to different things, uh, as you see, totally. So everything is still on the fence and all right now. And Biden's proceeding with caution because nobody wants to be overzealous. Because you know, um, as long as um, Pfizer and what's the other one, uh, Moderna, Moderna, yeah, as long as you tell them to, to make it. You know they're gonna get paid, so they'll they'll shoot it out. But nobody wants to throw too much in people's arms and overzealous people, and you know. So, so I guess you can just, um, as they say, stand by to stand by and see what's gonna happen, and uh, continue to play the game and trust the science. You know. Yeah, that's the key thing. The main thing you gotta do is trust. Get the, the vaccine and wear the mask. Mm-hmm. That yeah. to me is the bottom line. Get the vaccine, wear the mask. And for all these people that are still tripping and protesting and saying that this is all a made-up hoax and all of that stuff, y'all need to stop. Because all you're doing is confusing people. Anyway, I'm not going to get on my soapbox on that. Yeah. We know 45 is still got his hooks in people. That's so sad. They can't even think straight. All right, we'll move on. All right. What you got on the hot burner? Uh, Biden orders tough new vaccination rules for federal workers. Mm-hmm. All right, federal workers. Then I guess he's going to get to everybody else, huh? Um, President Biden announced sweeping new pandemic requirements aimed at boosting vaccination rates for millions of federal workers and contractors as he laminated the uh, quote-unquote American tragedy. Yeah. Just rising of, you know, deaths because people are unvaccinated. You know, because there's been some stories where people didn't want to get vaccinated, but they got the virus, and then they were begging and pleading, but they were like, it's too late. Yeah. So, it doesn't work like that. It's not a cure. Right. It it, it helps to you know, keep it away. Mm-hmm. Federal workers will be required to sign forms attesting they've been vaccinated against the coronavirus or else comply with new rules on mandatory masking, weekly testing and distancing, and more. Uh, it's over 4 million people. Um, this could take effect for the uh, 4 million people. That's a lot of people. And also seven more that's um, contracted out. Mm. Uh, reflecting an awareness of the political landmines surrounding mandates, Administration officials emphasize that their plan does not require workers to receive the vaccine, but aims to make life more difficult for those who are unvaccinated to encourage them to comply. Okay. He also directed the Defense Department to look into adding the COVID-19 shot to his list of required vaccinations for members ah. of the military. Um, service members already are required to get about 17 vaccines, depending on where you know they're going to their base is around the world. Uh, some of the nation's biggest corporations have moved to require vaccinations for their workers. Check this out. Facebook and Google announced this week their employees would have to show proof um, they've been fully vaccinated before returning to work. 
Mm-hmm. Also, Delta United Airlines are requiring new employees, the new employees, to show proof of vaccination. Um, Goldman and Sachs and Morgan Stanley are requiring workers to disclose their vaccination status, but not requiring them to be vaccinated. Now, how much sense does that make? It doesn't. I guess it's a thin line they're trying to be careful with it, I guess, you know, because people can come back and sue you. Um, that's what I, that's my guess is. So, um, also, state lawmakers across the U.S. have introduced more than 100 bills to aiming pro, to prohibit employers from requiring vaccination as a condition of employment. Wow. The um, Justice Department and the Federal Equal Opportunity, Employment Opportunity Commission, have both said no federal laws prevent businesses from requiring vaccinations as a condition of employment and the federal policy would take precedence. So it's not against the law. Right. But these lawmakers that are against it are trying to get a law to say businesses can't uh, penalize you or not hire you right. if you say, no, I haven't been vaccinated and I don't want to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So right now there's no federal laws prevent businesses from requiring vaccinations as a condition of employment. So you say you have to be vaccinated before you get the job, you qualified, yada, yada, you got it, but you got to be vaccinated. No, that's not the law. So. Well, you know, there's ways around that. Yeah. I could look at their resume and say, oh, you have five years' experience. I'm so sorry. I needed someone with eight years' experience. Yeah. I'm so sorry. If I find out you're not vaccinated, I will find something else and say, oh, I didn't hire you because of that. It had nothing to do with your vaccination. Right. Status. It's like the age thing. You're supposed to ask somebody your age. Absolutely. Well, I, actually, I, I personally think that Biden does control the government employees and the contractors and all that. You know, he's the boss of the government oh, sure. installation. Sure, that's what I was Because most of yeah. your other businesses in the world are private institutions. Sure, that's what he that's what he's saying in this and, article, and yeah. You can't mm-hmm. you can't really I guess you have to get some kind of court order to tell them, you know, because it separates the state from the government right. government and all but that. But it's yet. the Congress people who are fighting against it that are saying that they want to try to pass a law to stop businesses from being able to I guess basically well, carry out what anybody is trying to pass the law, then they're the ones that got to do the work because Biden can shut it down, which I think he will after a while. I yeah. think he will. If he see it gets too ugly, he'll say, look, I need all my government workers to get vaccinated. You know, I'm going to give you a month before we start shutting the doors. Before right. we, I mean, look at the perfect example. Look at Ronald Reagan when he fired all the air traffic controllers. Yeah. Blew people's do mind. Yeah. You got people now whose families were destroyed with that whole move. Yeah. He said, get back to work or you're fired. Right. And he no, we strike it, you're fired. Ronald yeah. Reagan fired them, the air traffic controllers back in the 80s, and they were like, what? Mm-hmm. He said, well, you work for the government, brother. It's a government job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same with Amtrak. And any anybody that's subsidized by the government is a government position. Right. Mm-hmm. And any time you want to get in touch with them, you got to put the word .gov at the end of it. See, a, lot, a lot of people don't. They don't understand. Yeah. They, they don't, don't understand. That handbook. They don't read that. Any job out there, they got .gov at the end of their, mm-hmm. in, in, end of their website. Because even in the government, you have unions, oh. but even though they negotiate all this stuff with the unions, right. the president still has the last word. Mm-hmm. Now, they will still try to work it out with mm-hmm. the unions, but right. unless the unions fight back, right. Congress, these people in Congress that are fighting mm-hmm. against mask mandates and all of that mm-hmm. stuff, 
they can just keep on whistling Dixie. Right. Because all they're going to do is make noise. Look, let me run to the phone lines real quick before we get off on a tangent. Hey, <laughs> caller, caller, caller. Welcome to the Pajama Party Show. Go right ahead with your comment. What's up, what's up, what's up? This is Papa Diddy Jr. How's everybody well, doing? Hello. Hey, hey, how are you? My son, my son, good, my good. son. <laughs> Welcome yes, aboard. yes. We're gonna bring we're gonna bring just a little bit of life to this show this evening. Cause y'all all three of y'all sound like y'all dragging. So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna start oh. off by really celebrating Kettle's birthday. Now Kettle. Yeah. How many licks did you get over the uh, on Wednesday? Did you get the paddle, the hand, or the tongue? Now if you didn't get me the three of those, we're gonna have to take care of that tonight. Woo! I got all three of them. Well, then, then you shouldn't be sitting down right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> Who said I am? <laughs> All right now. Red wine. Yes, sir. Red, I'm going to need you to drink a, a glass of red wine before you start. And Papa Didi, I'm going to need you to pop yeah. a bed before you start. Okay. okay. <laughs> I need a fresh one. Uh, uh, well, thank you, Papa Diddy Jr. Yes. Now, <laughs> so I just want to officially say, Kettle, happy birthday. May God thank continue you, to bless you. Stay right. beautiful inside and out. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Papa Diddy Jr. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, look, All let's, right, let's pop some bottles. You know, pop this bottle for Kettle. Here we go. Yeah, there, there you go. go. All right. Uh-uh. Happy like, birthday, Chattel. Thank you. Wow. All right. <laughs> All right, Papa Didi Jr. Thank you. We'll do better. I just need to bring a little light to it for one second. Y'all can go back to y'all yeah, topic. I know we we were getting we, we were we were getting COVID out, wasn't we? Oh my lord. Man. Do I need to light a day or what? You know what? Right, Let me man. tell you. See, when I'm watching the news, when somebody says the, the variants and all that, I'll be like, oh, Lord, here we go. Yeah, here we go again. <laughs> the yeah. variance yeah. level, and they start, they start throwing out COVID numbers. Oh, that's really, really, people are COVID, the numbers, yeah. the, the number variants. After a while. I'm like, oh, Lord. We're going to liven it up after this last story. Yeah, I apologize. Right. You're right. All right. Thank you all. Right. Have a great evening now. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for calling. I know, it's been rough. What you got over there? Oh, well, this one isn't any lighter, but this is an odd one, though. This is out of Wisconsin. Uh, A Wisconsin judge on Wednesday this week found probable cause to charge an officer Hmm. in a 2016 slaying of a black man who was sitting in a parked car taking, uh, the man was actually asleep, and the cop ended up shooting and killing the brother. Hmm. Turns out the cop was black. Now, when I first heard this story back when it happened, I just thought it was a white cop. Right. This mm. cop was black. So what had happened was his family decided, like, we're not just going to accept the ruling that the cop was not in error right. in this and it should be scot-free. Right. So they invoked, um trying to find what it's called, a John Doe clause. Mm. which I had never even heard of, and basically got the case reopened or something, re-looked at, and got a judge to basically go back and look at this thing again. So uh, the guy who's, let's see, the cop's name is uh, Mensa, 
M-E-N-S-A-H, Mensah, who is black, he discovered 25-year-old Anderson sleeping in his car at 3 a.m. in a park in a Milwaukee suburb. Mensah said that he shot Anderson after Anderson reached for a gun, but Anderson's family disputed it and told the judge that the evidence did not back up Mensah's version of you know, what he says happened. Mm -hmm. So Anderson actually was the second of three people that this cop shot Mm -hmm. to death Mm -hmm. during just a five-year period. Mm. So, and he was cleared of wrongdoing every time. Wow. So Anderson's family went to the judge, uh, Yamahiro, to review the case under this obscure state law that allows judges to directly question the witness. Mm-hmm. And it's called a John Doe proceeding. Wow. I never heard of that, but they no. they don't have it in all states, but it, it's in Wisconsin. Right. So under this John Doe proceeding, if the judge finds sufficient evidence for the charges, he can file them directly. I'm like, what? The judge can do this? Wow. So that's what they ended up doing. And the judge said that that cop was in the wrong. Mm-hmm. So now they're getting ready to file charges. Uh, well, they told the prosecutor to file the charges within 60 days. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see what happens. Because basically the judge was saying that the cop did not have to shoot and kill this man. Right. Because he's saying if the man was asleep in right. his car and you're saying that you walked up on him, mm-hmm. potentially startled him and woke him up, mm-hmm. how did he, like, that quickly wake up, grab a gun, point a gun at you, right? and all it is, and they're saying, no, the judge said, this doesn't even sound right. Mm. This isn't making sense. You could have de-escalated the situation. Exactly. You could have walked away, called for backup. If the man was sleeping in the car, why would right. you have to roll up on Right. You could have done several other things. You chose to confront the man and ended up killing the man. Mm-hmm. So the judge said, no, something, something ain't right. He got in the head or chest or something? I don't know exactly where he but shot him, but he killed him. Him sitting in, in a car, that's, that's strange. He killed him. Wow. Saw him in the main artery mm-hmm. or something. So... Now, the the judge said that um, the prosecutor that was brought in to, to deal with this case mm-hmm. has 60 days to file the charges against this cop. And like I said, he killed two other people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know cops, you know, they do these things, right. but you kill he must three have people within defense. five years. You know, because the union, they usually back, you know, the cops and stuff like that. So it's well, yeah. I guess it's not going to get them off and the And how many people do you really kill in your lifetime? I mean... Exactly. How you managed to kill three people in just five years? In your lifetime, I mean, what the hell? And you're not being charged at all. Yeah. Because you're a cop. See, that's that's a damn, that's a whole other subject. Yeah, it's ridiculous that they get away with that stuff. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. And press one. Press one to get in the queue. All right. We're going to take a quick break and uh, do some birthday shots for Cato. Yay! And we're coming back with the Hit It and Quit It headlines on the Pajama Party Show. Let's go. Hi, this is Papa Didi. If you haven't heard of the Pajama Party, you're missing out. We got hot topics, Hit and Quit It headlines, what's popping with me, weird news, I'm just saying with red wine, living for the city again with me, the Hollywood wrap up with Kettle, the cocktail of the week, the world's famous kitchen list, and of course, the last word. 
we serve up each week on the Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time at 914-803-4306 or listen at www.apajamaparty.com and also follow us on Twitter at apajamaparty. Right, welcome back to John Party One. Who's Papa Didi? I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red One. Oh, uh, uh, bonsoir. Who are you? Who's 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 you? To the pajama party show. <laughs> you sure? Okay. You sure? No more shots. Shots, shots, shots. No more shots. You got the story oh, there, uh, Red Wine. Oh, okay. It's time to hit them and quit them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Earn your money, honey. Oh, oh Lord. That's not how I. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, I got this crazy one out of Chicago. This is the owner of a new restaurant in Chicago's predominantly white Lincoln Park neighborhood, Mm. says that his business is being harassed by the neighbors, police, and the city staff because it attracts too many black folks. That's what the brother said. It's a black-owned business. That's crazy. Now, the guy who owns the business, his name is Rashad Bailey. Mm. He's the owner of Dinner and a Movie. It's Mm. uh, on the city's north side. And he says that phony 911 calls from neighbors keep leading to visits by police, as well as representatives from the city's Department of Business Affairs and Consumer Protection. Wow. Now, he said all of this started as soon as he opened the restaurant in late April, that this stuff's been going on. So this is his, his quote. He says, for the neighbors, I feel like it's too many black people, but they can't say that when they call the police, so they got to come up with some reason to call the police. So they say there is something illegal going on, and that's what he says the neighbors are saying when they call the police. So he says that they call the cops and say uh, there's some illegal activity going on or it's too loud or, you know, he always, they come up with different reasons to call the cops, and the cops will come and, you know, harass him, harass the clientele, etc. So the neighbors, uh, he says that they call the police and say that they're fighting, there's assault and battery going on, and he says they're all a bunch of made-up calls. He said that there was a shooting one time, but other than that, everything else has been cool. Mm-hmm. But they just keep on, you know, doing this stuff, and he's tired of it. So police ordered the restaurant to be temporarily shut down after a shooting that happened last month when somebody fired 17 bullets at the building during a situation that had spilled outside after closing. Now, when he, when the people were just out lingering, he called the police and tried to get them to just send one car to help disperse the crowd, you know, clear the area. Just send right. one car is what he requested. He said he waited for at least 30 minutes, nobody showed, and then about 30, later after 30 minutes, like seven or eight cops show up, and now they're trying to arrest people and do all this other stuff. 
and they making excuses about what took so long. And he said he's just tired of the whole thing. And where is this? This is on the north side of Chicago. Mm. It's a restaurant called Dinner and a Movie. Mm. So, you know, they they shut him down because they're claiming that he keeps getting all these calls and, you know, police reports. And it's all a bunch of crap. You know, I feel bad for the brother. He said, I'm just trying to run a business. But in this predominantly white area, all these black people come to his restaurant. And he he says that's what's freaking all these white folks out. I'm sorry, where was it again? This is on the north side in Chicago, Lincoln Park. Mm, mm, mm. Lincoln Park is a predominantly white neighborhood. Wow. And he went and opened his black-owned business up there with the the good folks right. of Lincoln Park. They didn't want him there from the start. No. I bet you if you go back and look at some records, they probably try to stop his license, this, that. You know, they probably try to do a lot. Oh, they probably tried it. Yeah. But he got it open. Or even they said, let him go ahead and do it. We're right. going to make him waste his money and waste his time. Right. We're going to shut him down somehow. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what we do? Predominantly white as far as the white people are concerned. That is predominantly white. Neighborhood. Yeah, that's what he it, That's what he says. Well, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, the one thing I learned in the job market is the one thing I've learned with white people, I learned to dabble with brilliance and baffle with bullshit. <laughs> The one thing you can do to manipulate white folks is to play into their crap. Mm-hmm. I would offer them motherfuckers a free meal every Wednesday. Every mm. Wednesday I say free dinner. For white free people? dinner. Well, not, not so much for white people. <laughs> people say no, like that's for no, the neighborhood. No. Free dinner and such and such, such and such. You know, and you and you would say uh, neighborhood people take preference on the free dinners, you know, with ID kind of thing. You know, find something that's going to nestle them into their own web. You know what I mean? It's something Here else when, go, when, when, when a spider... No, I'm not. I'm not. No, no, oh, no. Nice. I'm talking I about, agree with I'm you, talking about my dip, Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. To run a business. Y'all I'm know damn well I ain't hardly being nice. Because a business is a business. A business is there to make money. I ain't mm-hmm. hardly being nice no. to these cracker-ass crackers. No. <laughs> cracker-ass yeah, okay. Don't okay. think that for a minute. What I'm saying is for you to manipulate them and draw them into their own web. Okay. Okay, if you get the, if you the spider with a big ass mouth, you need something to draw people to your web. And you need it's just like when I used to work for racist people when I was in the job market working for racist bosses. Mm. If he was a fat bastard, a white fat bastard, I'd bring him a damn hoagie every day. Oh. Hey, Luke, my man, look, I brought you a hoagie up from Philly. <laughs> he, he getting fatter. How you doing? He getting fatter, and fatter. <laughs> his diabetes okay. is raising, his his fucking all his shit. His, his, uh, what do you call that shit with your heart? Your cholesterol, cholesterol was off the oh, chain. God. I was killing that motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> killing him, kill him slowly, huh? <laughs> All right. All right. Get him anyway. Yeah, let me get into this next one. Okay. Uh, finally, <laughs> something good to hear. Denzel Washington Family Foundation commits $1 million to Texas HBCU. Yes. Oh, that's good. Denzel Washington recently announced the Denzel Washington Family Foundation. I like that. Family Foundation has made the fourth $100,000 installment toward a million-dollar commitment to Mm -hmm. Wiley College. Uh, Wiley College was founded in 1873, historically black college in Marshall, Texas. It's home of the um, great debaters, a team um, popularized in 2007 film of the same name. He facilitated interracial collegiate debates during the segregation Jim Crow era that drew large crowds. 
supporting the next generation of brilliant minds in the art of debate at Wiley College will open so many doors of opportunity for those students during college career and beyond. This is what Denzel says. This is located 150 miles outside of Dallas. Uh, it was named in honor of the Bishop Isaac William Wiley. He was a minister, medical missionary, and educator. Um, his motto was "Go forth, go forth inspired." Um, Denzel Washington has inspired not only as a two-time Oscar winner um, and box office giant, but as a philanthropist. What I'm trying to say. <laughs> Long time spokesperson uh, for the Boys um, Girls Club. Yes, he was. He established the Denzel Washington Endowed Chair in Theater with a $2 million gift to his alma mater, the um, Fort, uh, Fordham uh, University in 2011. Oh. He and his wife have also given scholarships to train medical students as well. The Wiley donation will be used to recruit debate team members and provide them with scholarships. After an initial $1 million commitment in 2007, Washington's Family Foundation has donated $100,000 annually for the next 10 years. Wow. By the debate team and so on. Yep. Very good. Come on, Mr. Washington mm-hmm. and Mrs. Washington and family. Yeah. You know, you don't hear too much about what he does, but he, I, I, he does a lot behind the scenes. Yeah, I didn't know he was doing all that. Yeah, I mean, got have his, you know... Send his money somewhere to write it off. You know, all that money he's getting, yeah, you know. Sure. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Hmm. All right. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. All right. What you going to hit in quick, Papa Didi? I got a, let's see here. Ten uh, Nigerian Olympics was disqualified because authorities dropped the ball. Oh, boy. Okay. That's the title of this. But uh, ten Nigerian athletes uh, got sent home from the got sent homes. They was already in Tokyo. Damn. Sent home from the Tokyo Olympics after the authorities dropped the ball and failed to uh, administer enough drug tests. It was revealed on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. The Athletes Integrity Unit, which is the AIU, ruled that the um, competitors, all of whom have already traveled to Japan, will be unable to take part in the games because of non-compliance with out-of-competition drug test uh, requirements. Mm. All right, 10 athletes from five countries, uh, Belarus, uh, Ethiopia, Kenya, Morocco, and uh, Ukraine, have also been ruled ineligible for competition. All right, AIU said that uh, in the lead-up to major sports events, athletes from countries deemed to have the highest doping risks must undergo at least uh, three no-notice out-of-competition tests, which means... A uh, random test, more or less. Oh. Across the span of uh, three weeks and the ten months leading up to the event. So they just, like, tracking their asses. Anyway, the anti-doping uh, framework is known as uh, Rule 15. Okay, Nigeria is the most effective country not meeting the, not meeting the uh, minimum testing requirements under Rule 15 for ten athletes. The AIU said that uh, Nigeria was included uh, in Category A at the start of 2020 following a uh, continued period of uh, weak domestic uh, testing levels. The bottom line is that Nigeria Federation just dropped the ball and uh, didn't test those kids, according to the BBC Sports. So they just kind of left them hanging or didn't take care of them. You know, one thing about athletes, athletes are just waiting to be tested. 
Right. You know, you say piss, they're going to pull the Johnson out and piss in the bottle. But if you hold him back and time goes by and he flew over to Japan and uh, ain't been tested and, you know. Yeah, because who's keeping track of all those tests? Yeah. They're focusing on their training and everything that they need to do. Anybody thinking about all these tests until you call them and say, hey, we need you to come over here and get this test done. You know, it's like, how do you know? Mm-hmm. That's messed up. The AFN, which is the African Federation Nation, is uh, taking full responsibility for the ejection of their athletes. Since all of our athletes uh, reside in Nigeria and who qualify for the Olympics Games, completed the three mandatory tests, most of our top athletes reside in the U.S. also completing their tests. However, a few athletes in the American collegiate system were tested, but those tests were uh, deemed not to have uh, complied with the WADA, which is the World Anti-Doping Agency. Uh, so mm-hmm. as far as I was concerned, they, they felt like they didn't go through the right channels and all. And I mean, it's really sad for you not to be in. And them guys, Nigeria and all them, when it comes to distance running and all that, they're shooing. Yeah, that's their thing. They're shooing. Mm-hmm. So this whole thing with the young lady, you know, what's her name, Richardson? Yeah, not being right. in. There's a lot of dynamics that's been changed in this whole Olympics, and you know the, um, the, the what do you call it, the AI, OIC. A, I, what is that thing? IOC. IOC. Mm-hmm. It's all strategy. You know, they're they're sitting over there with a, on a big board, and they're seeing what's the advantage and disadvantage of not bringing the the sister over that that didn't qualify because of the marijuana test. And how can we bring another country in stronger to get them better in the game? It's almost like a, a I don't know, it's, it's it's deep. It's it's really deep. You know, the, the 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 Olympic Commission is just like a big old hustle, you know? They worked in the NCAA. Yeah, NCAA like is the same way with the the uh, March Madness and all this, you know what I mean? They're just jockeying jockeying. Wherever the money is, wherever the prestige is, wherever the privileges, this is a mess, man. They're worse than the royals in England, you know. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't like it. Anyway, it's it's deep. It seems like there's some manipulation going on. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, speaking of the Olympics, um, I didn't get the latest medal count. Well, we'll check on that probably by the end of the Olympics. They got what another week to go, I guess. But anyway. Yeah, another um, week. I was thinking about how much do the Olympiad, Olympic Olympic athletes make when they get these medals. So I was looking this up, and it's interesting that uh, different countries, and I'm assuming this is based on that country's currency, but they pay out, some countries pay out some serious money based on the gold, silver, and bronze medals. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and shout out to the Philippines. The Philippines won their very first ever medal in anything wow. in this Olympics. Mm-hmm. They got a gold medal in uh, weightlifting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was their first ever gold medal, it wow. says. Wow. I don't know if they ever got a silver or bronze, but it was their first ever gold medal. So shout out to them. <laughs> and uh, the person, Diaz, who got the gold medal... It says reportedly they're going to get 33 million Philippine pesos, which mm-hmm. is roughly $600,000 in American currency. Wow. 
That's from the Philippine Sports Commission. So that's how much money that person is getting. But then when you start looking at the table for the different countries, Singapore, and these are done based on the highest to the lowest, Singapore for the gold medal gets $737,000. The silver is 369000 Bronze is 184000 Then it drops down to 250000 for Kazakhstan on the gold. I'll just talk about the gold. Uh, Malaysia gets 236000 Italy, 213000 Philippines, 200000 Hungary, 168000 Brazil, Drops down to forty nine thousand, Japan forty five thousand, and the USA thirty seven thousand five hundred. Now I'm like, with all the money that we just literally piss away in this country, hmm. and all the emphasis that this country puts on the Olympic Games, you would think that they would give more money to these athletes, but they're giving them for a gold medal. Thirty-seven five. Uh, for the silver is nineteen. I mean, uh, twenty-two five, and the bronze is fifteen thousand. Who's giving it to them? The government, or I, I'm not sure who gives it to them. Mm-hmm. But that's what they get. And the lowest one is uh, that was pulled in this particular list was Australia. They get fifteen thousand for a gold medal. So. Uh, the Olympic and the Paralympic Committee, they give 37.5 for every gold medal won, 22.5 for the silver, and 15 for the bronze. And, of course, you know, the athletes sometimes get other money from endorsements and things like that. Some some countries give their athletes health insurance and medical care and stuff like that, depending on the country. Give me the coins, baby. Yeah, <laughs> and then of course there's a small number that'll probably end up with some major multi multi million dollar endorsements. Mm-hmm. People like uh, Naomi Osaka. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's another one? Uh, one of just uh, uh, what's a swimmer who now retired? The guy, he has a beard now. I can't think of his name. Michael nope. Phelps. Him. People like those folks. They end up getting, like, big money endorsements. True. But that's like every kid who dreams of going to the NBA or the NFL. Right. Only a select few are going to get chosen. Yeah. Everybody else will just have their dream. Right. Simone Biles, too. Yeah, Simone. Yeah, that's another one. So, right. All right. Um, Popeyes wants to end the chicken wars. Uh-uh. After, after selling out of their wildly popular chicken sandwich two years ago, uh, sparking a, a playful feud with their competitors, Popeyes is rolling out another release that's sure to have its fans lining up for a taste. Hope, hope, hopefully. No, thank you. The fast food chain added chicken nuggets. <laughs> the new menu item, uh, which was first announced earlier this month, is now available in the U.S., Canada, and Puerto Rico. To promote the new nuggets, Popeyes is introducing the We Come in Peace eight-piece donation campaign. Donation? So the campaign, the chain is purchasing the cash equivalent of one million nuggets from competitors like McDonald's, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, and Burger King through the Popeye's Foundation and donating to Second Harvest Food Bank of Greater New Orleans and Arcadian. 
Uh, customers can also join in with Popeye's pledging to match up to $25,000 in donations from the Popeye's Foundation. So I guess if you buy the nuggets, you know, they'll they'll give so much, up to 25000 I'm confused. Uh, I don't understand the campaign. The launch of our chicken sandwich was incredible, and we're humbled by the amount of love and positive reviews. But at the same time, many claim that it started the chicken wars. Uh, this is the chief marketing, Bruno Cardinia, says. Hmm. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. What if you purchased? I, I don't understand. The chain is purchasing the cash equivalent of one million nuggets from the competitors. So you're going to offer at Popeyes, McDonald's, Wendy's, and Chick Fil A and Burger King nuggets? That doesn't make. I sense. don't think they're doing that. It sounds like they're monetary. The, the money? Why? I get. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. It's going to be interesting to see. Well, well, well has anybody I, seen the campaign? I just no. think. That you guys for a minute, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just high as hell. Hold on, what he say? He gonna break down the chicken wars. No, I'm, Come on. I'm being very serious. Come on, tell us about the chicken wars. Please. No, I'm not saying that. I'm talking about what did I say earlier about the perception of what you do. Okay. We talked about the story in Chicago okay. with the gentleman okay. in the white neighborhood. Let's get back uh-huh. to the nugget there. Okay. okay. No. Now, what did Popeyes do just quiet down everybody else? They said, all right, we're going to buy your, your, your nuggets. And he, they dazzle them with brilliance and baffle them with bullshit. Okay. And if the brother well, would have Now, the brother, if the brother that was in North Chicago, north side of Chicago would have came up with some type of plan that benefited that neighborhood, he could have quieted those ignorant white folks down just right. like that. And okay. this is what Popeye's is doing. They're saying, we're going to go to McDonald's and Burger King and everybody and spread the love. Spread. You know Popeye's don't give a shit about Burger King or, <laughs> or McDonald's, okay? They're like, please, eat my shorts. We from New Orleans, yada, yada, yada. Oh, but like I said, do you see the comparison a little bit of yeah, what I'm saying? I, 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 Think I'm, about I'm, it. I'm the, brother, the brother in Chicago should do what Popeye's is doing with them other fast food restaurants just to patronize their ass. Maybe listen to our show and he'll take heed. How about that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. You got it. You, you got it. Your adversaries. What they say? Keep your friends close and your enemies closer? There it is. She, okay. Don't play them white folks off. You oh. in their neighborhood. Or what they call their neighborhood. Give us our last anyway. hitting quit, Pop. What's anyway. your last hitting quit? I still got to work with this. Oh, you thought you had a uh, break? Let's see here. <laughs> Trump supporters, Trump supporters uh, going door to door in Pennsylvania demanding to know which candidate voters are back. What the hell? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Trump had some flunkies. He had some do 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 do. Are they hypnotized? My favorite right. Martian. Any any other cult yeah, or? I think you're right. Donald Trump support supporters are calling themselves an election integrity committee. They're going door to door in Pennsylvania, demanding to know whom residents voted for in the November election. Now, man, if somebody come to my door. <laughs> I'm going to hit that button that says trap door. You know, you know, somebody's office, they hit a trap door button and your ass go to the basement. Anyway, 
Okay, this is that York is County. Insane. York County, you know, York, Pennsylvania. Oh, Lord. Yeah, York County, right oh, up there. That's right right in the midst of uh, York, Pennsylvania. is right here at the tip of Maryland and all that jazz, up there by Harrisburg and, and uh, Tulsa. They must Tulsa be on that mess. And all that. Well, anyway, York County President Commissioner, his name is, her name is Julie Wheeler. She's uh, she's taking meat in the back from, from Trump, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a Republican. She said that she's received numerous calls about uh, alleged voters intimidated by members of the uh, so-called committee and has referred the matter to law enforcement, okay? The York Dispatcher reported Thursday that Wheeler added that the the committee has no affiliation with this county at all. They popped out of nowhere. They're getting out of cars. We don't even know who they are, she said. Who are these people? And they're infiltrating our state. Okay, county officials are currently... Um, weighing in whether the compliance, they're complying with the oh forensic audits of the 2020 election spreadsheet by the GOP state senator, uh, Doug Mastornio, based on the former president's false claims for widespread fraud. So there's a guy in Pennsylvania, this guy named uh, Senator Doug Massarino. He's the one spreading all the bullshit. Anyway, Chad Baker, who's the chair of the Democratic Party of York County, said the members of the election Integrity Committee appear to be targeting, they appear to be targeting Democrats. So there are um, intimidating factors and in that uh, what, what their intent is, Baker said, is the timing of this doesn't seem suspect given the recent request of the audit by Senator Mastori. He, he, he's doing all, it's a mess anyway. Anyway, um, the private firm conducting a partisan audit of election results in Arizona reportedly planned to use similar door-to-door tactics in Arizona also to find out just who people voted for in November. I mean, Trump done lost his damn mind. This is just crazy. Oh, these people have lost their mind. Well, they're his, his mummy. How are you going to just get together and call yourself a committee and go knocking on doors they're asking people? Is, is Pennsylvania real estate? Mm. That's a good question. I don't know. He lost it. He lost it to Biden. So they were going to go there first. They were trying to overturn it. it. You know, they were trying to, yeah, they were trying to. He's trying to, every place he lost, he's trying, right. He's the ones that he he knows he needs to win. They got Ohio in the bank. They got different ones, Florida in the bank. Southern states, they probably got them in the bank, too. It is something really wrong with these folks. Seriously. Yeah, they want to win the stuff hands down next time. They they trying to but cover the way they all were trying the to win it though. They just cheating by so. using all. But these people are just being used. It, poor people wake up and he just got Trump. You know, I tell you what, one thing with me, I don't want people hanging on my job strap like that. I don't give a damn how famous I am, how good I am, whether I'm a good actor, good singer, good ball player, Ooh. whatever. Please don't don't jump in my jock strap like that. Mm-hmm. Love me, but don't fucking overdo the shit. You know, but Trump wants him to just bear hug his ass and work for me. Take your ass out there and slave for me. He's a mess. He's a mess. But this is what happens when people try to deify somebody. Trump is not anybody's god. Stop putting people on a pedestal and treating them like they are something that fell from heaven. Well, white folks he is a flawed man, just well, like the rest of people out here. We're all flawed. White folks have been in search for the great, great white hope for a long time. And when Barack and Michelle came in there for eight years, they didn't know what the hell to do. They were under the carpet. But as soon they came up like the cicadas and shit. You mm. know, as soon as Barack left, the cicadas came in. And when Trump came in talking all that... We are the shit kind of stuff. They they loved it. 
Trailer Park. Get rid of them soon. Unite, you know. So yeah. well, here it is. I think anyway. we could all use a good cocktail after this. Yeah, we're gonna take a break. Oh uh, no, Kettle said she was ready. Oh, you ready? Give us the cocktail. Oh, of the cocktail week. week. Yeah, okay. we, we need one. We're gonna do the cocktail and then we'll take a break. Okay. All right, go ahead. Um, it's called the Rosemary Grapefruit Refresher. All right, now. Two to three ounces. I prefer three. Uh, gin or vodka. I prefer vodka. <laughs> um, three ounces of grapefruit juice. One teaspoon of rosemary simple syrup. Um, everybody should know how to make simple syrup by now, but I can tell you. One can um, of club soda and uh, two to three rosemary, rosemary sprigs for garnish. Mm. Um, the simple syrup... Um, Everybody knows how to make simple syrup, you know, just water and sugar and, you know, dissolve it, you know, on on the uh, burner. Uh, probably less than a couple of minutes uh, making a simple syrup. Okay, so um, we're going to put those things together. One, uh, oh, the rosemary simple syrup is one cup of water, one cup of sugar, and a quarter cup of rosemary uh, sprigs. Stem. That sounds good. Yeah. So um, that that makes one 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 cocktail. So that's it. Okay. So is this a shaken, stirred? Um, it's stirred. Oh, okay. So I get to use my bar spoon for that. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what's it called again? It's called the Rosemary Grapefruit Refresher. Okay, I like it. Or if you prefer to shake, you can shake. You like to shake. I like to shake it. Shake, shake, shake. Shake, shake it up. Shake, shake your booty. Hey. <laughs> and then what our Casey in the Sunshine Band used to say? Sure did. Shake it on down. It looks very refreshing. I mean, it's still warm outside, so it's a nice, refreshing drink. I'm not a grapefruit gal, but I might try it. Uh, Papa D. I like more, grapefruit. Yeah, he's more grapefruit than uh, I'm not. But he may, he may like it. Oh, I would definitely do that one. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Kelly. The cocktail of the week. Uh, you can check it out on our website. Uh, probably over the weekend, it should be posted on apajamaparty.com. Don't forget the a. Apajamaparty.com. Brought to you by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're coming back with Papa Didi. He's gonna tell us what's popping you. on the Pajama Party Show. I am Kettle from the original Pajama Party. If you haven't heard Pajama Party Show, you've missed out. We've got hot topics, hidden and quitted headlines, what's popping with Papa Didi, our weird news. I'm just saying with red wine, living for the city with Papa Didi, my Hollywood wrap-up, of course, the cocktail of the week, and uh, the world-famous cookie list. And, of course, we can't forget the last word. We serve it up each week on the Pajama Party Show, and nobody does it like us. You can call us each week live on Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, 914-803-8306, or listen live at www.avajamaparty.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at avajamaparty. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. My name is Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Alright, it's time for Papa Didi. And what's poppin'? Whoa. What's poppin', Papa Didi? 
I tell you what, there, there's so much going on out there today. You know, I tell you, the world is a, a, it's a, it's a total, it's, it is actually a total uh, reference point of whatever it is you want to discuss. I mean, to open up a podcast is so easy today because the material flows like, like butter. It's crazy. I mean, I ride a train. I see a bunch of Karens, you know. Karens or white folks is always in black folks' business or people that you see that they are so white and so privileged. And I'm not picking on white folks, but maybe I am, but I don't give a shit either way. I'm going to speak on it. But what I'm saying is that, you know, this is 2021, and we've gone through the whole COVID situation and everything else we've dealt with. People in, in, in the California area dealing with major fires just last night in uh, Bucks County, Pennsylvania, and all up in the area of uh, dead tornadoes and things like that. But it seemed like white folks doing the same shit. You know what I mean? Acting the same old ignorant-ass way no matter what's going on in the world. Because you know what? As a child, when you grow up, if you don't learn to say when, you know when you got a badass child that just keep doing badass stuff? As much as you don't want to, years ago, you had to take your belt off and eventually whoop they ass. And you didn't, you still love them, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking DIFUS or anything, Division of Youth and Family Services, or nothing like that, don't get me wrong. But after a while, they need their ass whooped just to neutralize their ass, you know? Just to slow them down, to let them know that there's a higher power right there underneath that same damn roof. But white folks never experienced that. They never experienced anybody telling them what to do. A timeout, my ass. Man, if I got timeout instead of getting my ass whooped when I was younger, and I was born in the 50s, you know? The end of the 50s, but the 50s no less. If I got timeout instead of getting my ass whooped, I'd been fucked up by now because I would thought I'd been able to do anything. And as a black man, I know that's totally wrong. But anyway, getting make a long story short and getting to my point here. I, I ride a train and I see a couple white girls is born in complete privilege. These girls get on the train and they all got their little spandex on, their little uh, their little Pilates shit with no draws, trying to make their ass look fatter than it is. And they get on there, they trying to be all fashionable. They break out their laptops and all their shit, and it is their world. Sit where they want to sit. Throw their feet up. Don't let them be going to Boston or somewhere four or five hours away. They'll build a camp on that motherfucking seat. They'll put their feet up. They'll throw a cushion over top of it. They'll put a cover over their head and put some clothespins on the luggage rack and make a damn cocoon. This is how privileged these motherfuckers think they are. And you'll walk by on a train going to the cafe car looking at a motherfucker who's literally holding camp in the seat. They done took two seats. Now, on Amtrak, you pay for one seat, one ass, one seat, one ticket. These jokers do what they want to do because nobody ever told them not to do. Gets me to the point of what I'm saying about Trump. Trump came along and said, go ahead and do your thing. But all these people involved in in, in the uh, insurrection is going to trial and going to jail. But Trump is in Mar-a-Lago not giving a shit about none of them. All these people represented you, but they're getting eight months. One guy got eight months in prison, two years probation. All that, but Trump ain't there to help you. You can't pardon your ass. He's out. He's not a president no more. So when you gonna wake up and know that the person that you was praising is in Mar-a-Lago swimming in money, 
his his CFO is going to trial soon. Everybody around Trump is falling except Trump. Wake up, white people. Y'all are so fucking stupid. Wake the fuck up. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I know. I'll get assassinated tomorrow walking out the fucking door. You know, drop the mic. We got you. We got you, Okay, I'm just saying. I know that's Ooh. right. I'm just saying. I'm just I saying. I know. It's a lot. It's I'm a lot. I'm just saying. That man does not have your back. Mm-mm. Not my, for my, my. a minute. He and Mar-a-Lago living the good life. Life of Riley, Don't huh? give a fuck is about nobody but him. Life of Riley. Riley. You got any calls or comments? You want to, you know, comment on what I said? You want If you're white and you want to chew me out... <laughs> Oh, you want to talk shit with one of us? Hey, Look, I put on Papa Didi. That's right. Call us Tell up. Us. Tell us how you feel. We're liberal. We're open. Tell me how you feel. Mm. If you're black and you love white folks, you're married to a white woman, you want to call up, tell me what's up, let me know. Speak to me. Speak <laughs> up. Uh, anyway. All right. Where are we at? Well, it, we were at the point of lightening it up. I dropped the mic twice. Yes. Yes. I right. got the first one. All right. We're going to lighten it up and give you some weird news this week. Right. And it's weird as always. I mean, got Papa Diddy got a good point. I mean, hey, let some white people calling in. Let's get y'all pointed. Yeah, I would love yeah, that. So tell us why you're so crazy. Right. This is from my perspective. So, I mean, yeah. you know, it is what it is. All right, let's see if there's some white people involved here. It's weird news. <laughs> uh, epic battle between hundreds of monkeys that stopped traffic in Thailand. A massive monkey brawl broke out on the streets of Lubori, Thailand, stopping traffic on a major road. Thousands of monkeys live around the nearby Farrakhan Shrine and the occasional um, Shermish occurs, but one onlooker said he had never seen so many monkeys wrestling with each other before, uh, which he um, likened to a gangster fight to a movie. Wow. Uh, his quote is, as a result of this incident, several monkeys were injured. There were uh, the, uh, there was blood on the road surface, and not until the leader of the losing side resigned himself, they did not retreat, the eyewitness added. However, this is not the first time it has happened. 2020, two gangs of monkeys, two gangs, what the hell? <laughs> two gangs of monkeys were embroiled in a fight in the same city, and video started serious conversations about taking care of animals during the pandemic. Many had argued that tourism changed the behavior of these monkeys as they now expected to receive food from, the hum- from humans. Uh-huh. Wow. So they out there brawling like West Side Story. Well, they was they've been strapped down as long as we have, I guess. I don't know. So I guess they they start going crazy too. Shit, I I don't know. And those monkeys were like, I will kick your monkey tail right here in the street. And that other group said, Bring it. Right. They ain't saying nothing about no food or nothing like that. They just said they they were just babbling. You said it was blood in the street. Yeah. Yeah. That's some stuff. Yeah. That's some serious monkey fight. It sure is. Well, I got a, this one is, I, I'm not going to say it's crazy, but it just makes me wonder, like, is he serious? Mm-hmm. Now, this is a 37-year-old man woke up last year mm-hmm. thinking he was 16. Wow. Now, this guy is, well, he was a hearing specialist from Texas. Mm-hmm. 
They said he woke up one morning last July thinking he was 16 years old and still in high school. Wow. He didn't recognize his wife, who was in bed with him. Mm-hmm. He didn't recognize his daughter. He didn't recognize the what he called the old fat man in the mirror. <laughs> this guy, his name is Daniel Porter. He said he didn't remember anything that had happened over the last 20 years. He just woke up one morning and had no idea who he was or where he was. His wife said he could, she could look at him and tell he looked confused. Mm. He didn't even recognize the room he was in. Wow. And she said she could tell he was looking for an escape, trying to figure out, like, how do I get out of here? So doctors originally diagnosed him with transient global amnesia, which is a sudden temporary interruption of short-term memory. And they said, oh, he'll be back to his old self within about 24 hours. Right. But now it's been a year as of this month, and he still has no recollection of the past 20 years. He still thinks he's 16 years old. Wow. And he's still trying to adjust. I guess he's taking her word that she is his wife and that this girl is his daughter. Wow. He didn't even recognize their pets, the house, nothing. Jesus, that's a lot. And on top of that, with him being a hearing specialist, he had no memory of going to school for that. He had to quit his job. Wow. I mean, he's still in his head. He's a 16-year-old. So what happened? They, the, the doctor, Trent, gave him the diagnosis of transient global amnesia, but they said it would only last 24 hours, okay, and now it's been a year. have some kind of trauma. Did he fall? Or no. Something? He just woke up like that. Wow. So his wife has been driving him around to the neighborhood trying to, you know, thinking they'll bring something back. Reintroducing him to the friends that they had Wow But he's become a whole different person Wow He likes different foods He likes different things to do Everything about him is different But he acts 16 Yeah Hey, maybe the sex life will will crank up (laughs) I don't even know Unless he was, you know, active before that age You're right, say probably in hormones range around that time (laughs) But That is like that's some crazy stuff. Now that would be a good follow up if you hear that this sex life has really improved. <laughs> I mean, the man's only what thirty seven. Yeah, she better watch herself. She gonna end up with more children. Watch yourself. Hey, shake it fast. Shake watch yourself. <laughs> All well, right. Just here, uh, a man attempting to cure uh, constipation with an eel in his rectum. Okay. Yeah, and we all know what an eel is. This is a type of fish. <laughs> but it looks like a snake. Like a snake, skinny as hell. It's, it's about rectum. It's, it's rectum size. After an attempt to cure his constipation by inserting a sizable live eel in his anus, <laughs> a man from uh, China. It was a lie. He regretted it unfortunately for both the eel and the anus alike. Yeah, this is not a, this is really not an isolated incident. Other people have done that. You know, the eel would just go work his way up in you. They think can go up in your intestines and kind of, you know, bite bite whatever food is trapped in your canals. Oh my you know, gosh! Because uh, you know, constipation has to do. Alive? With, yeah, the man had become constipated and uh, disliked or uh, wasn't aware of usually medical advice. 
or uh, relieving constipation, like maybe uh, what was it? Like normal people would. Stool soft. Stool soft. Yeah, like I said, like normal people would. What else you take? Uh, Ducalax. You can use the enema sometimes. Axlax. Remember Axlax back in the day? Eat some prune. Yeah. I'm out with some age, but it was a chewing gum called Phenomens. Mm-hmm. I've heard of Phenomens. Yeah, so like, yeah. Actually, yeah. like, you said Axlax. There's no Axlax. So I'm shit. saying just drink some prunes. I know, motherfucker, you know about Axlax. Unfortunately, uh, yeah. his thing was to travel. Uh, his thing was he wanted the eel to travel up his rectum into his colon, and, but when it went in his colon, it bit a hole in his colon mm. wall to end up in his abdomen. Oh, my God. All right. So the man was in pain but was too shy to go to the doctor to tell him what he did. The doctor said, why are you just coming to me? I could have gave you some fucking Pepto-Bismol or something. But uh, so he was too shy to go to the doctor, according to the Global Times. That's After wild. the day, he finally gave in and sort of medical help oh, from a local God. hospital he where the doctors something. told him he could could have lost his life. They they kind of passed him, passed him up as far as Adam and everything. He went to a... Uh, what they oh. call the gas gastro, gastroenterologist yeah, gastro. who uh, oh. kind of need to go see up. a psychologist. But the man said he had no idea that uh, that situation would be so traumatizing. He thought that being an eel is very lucrative in the size of his intestines that he can go and unclog his his uh, <laughs> intestines by way of his oh. anus oh and clear them up. But who the hell even oh thinks like God. that? If I'm this so you know oh. go forward with me. If I don't give a shit if I'm constipated as hell, putting the eel up my ass would not be <laughs> even not the solution. It wouldn't even be a thought process. <laughs> it wouldn't even be a thought process. Uh, I wouldn't even go there. Oh wow. What we gonna do? You know, this And this was, was in China? China, yeah, well, you know, they they Man with the eel, you on they, the eel. They eat dog meat over there. Man with the eel. Oh, you eat cat food. Oh, they eat my, cat, my, they my. Eat cat and dog and shit and oh, all that. Oh, see, shit. there y'all go. Well, you oh, know yeah. it's true. No, walk it. Walk Is make that eel with two E's or two L's? Two E. E E L. You don't get a third eel because he's stupid. Oh, put him on the list. I am. Oh, man, we go up ass. <laughs> you know, over there. <laughs> over there in some of them food districts, you'd be surprised what's hanging from the oh. the rafters in them restaurants. It'd blow your mind. I know they eat a lot of unique things. A lot of unique stuff. You're like, what the hell is that? What the uh, hell is that? Did they give a man's name? Mm. No, I'm sure he didn't want to. No, they didn't give his name. He yeah, was, I figured that. He's from East China, province oh, of Jingjungo. He's probably still trying to live that one down. He has renamed the, the, the song Roto Rooter. Yellow Rooter. Roto Rooter, baby. Troubleshooter. Yellow mm. Rooter. Oh, wow. Okay, on that note, hmm, we're going to have to take a break. Woo. And we'll come back with, I'm just saying, on the Pajama Party Show. Please do not try this at home. Mm. Do not, for any reason. Yeah. See a doctor. If you have a blockage, see your doctor. Don't try to eel. That's disgusting. Take that EMX relax. Oh, my gosh. Take a break. This is the Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio. The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www.dchomegrown.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and dial 914 803 4306 
That's 914-803-4306 and tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the pajama party, so call us now. And remember, it's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner or call 914-803-4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. Is it tea time, darling? Hi, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm one of your Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Um, Swah, darling. All right, we're going to turn over to Red Wine for her segment called, uh, I'm Just Saying. Oh, thank you, Papa Didi. That's super cool. Okay, tonight, I'm just saying. Tonight, I'm just saying, what's the point of being banned? That's my topic. Now, if you've been watching the Olympics, you've probably seen the team that's called ROC, which is the Russian Olympic Committee. And they've been doing pretty good, too. But here's my question. What is the point of being banned if you're going to find a loophole to still do what you want to do anyway? Now, two years ago, the World Anti-Doping Agency, which Papa Didi was speaking of earlier, that's the uh, WADA, they banned Russia from all international sporting competitions, which included the Olympics, and the ban was supposed to last for four years. And this was because of doping noncompliance. Now, this happened because of their inconsistencies in the data that was retrieved by the WADA back in January of 2019 from the Moscow Lab, which was at the center of a report going back to 2016. So that's how long the doping issue had been going on. It started back in 2016. This uncovered widespread, sophisticated, state-sponsored sporting doping network. Sport, I mean, state-sponsored. So Russia, state-sponsored, right, Russia was behind all of this doping that was going on with the athletes. Um, So the anti-doping organization banned Russia from participating, but yet there they are in Russia racking up medals. I'm just saying, what's the point of being banned if you're going to do it anyway? So even though... Even though Russia was cold-busted for the doping scheme, they still wanted to play in the international ring. So they appealed the banning decision, and last year the Court of Arbitration for Sports cut the Russia ban in half and said, all right, you just get banned for two years. I still don't know how they pulled that one off. I'm guessing Putin probably could answer that question, but anyhow, the, the ban... Is supposed to now end December 16th of 2022, but this is July of 2021. So we shouldn't even see any Russians up there in the Olympics or any international competition, right? Raw, because they're all over the Olympics in Tokyo. And they win it. Racking up medals. So with the appeal, the Russian athletes were not allowed to compete under their country's name, flag, or national anthem. So that's why you see them with that little nondescript logo, and whenever they get up on the podium to get their medal, they play some kind of classical music, Tchaikovsky or Romanovsky or Bach or somebody. No, they ain't playing Stevie. 
and, you know, they're playing classical music. But again, I'm just saying, what's the freaking point of being banned if you can still get a loophole and do what you want to do? Who cares about the flags and the anthems if you still get to show off all your athletic skills and ability to the world? Obviously, they don't. That's why they're up there racking up medals. And look at all the athletes that are not getting a shot at a medal because of Russian participation. It's not personal against the Russians. I don't know any Russians. So I'm not holding a personal grudge. But all I'm saying is that if your government participated in a widespread doping scheme to make their athletes stronger or faster by illegal means, they should be rightfully penalized. And for the IOC or the Court of Arbitration for Sport to uh, have given them that loophole and cut it into two years, both of those organizations should be ashamed of themselves because you fell for the okie doke. You let whoever intimidate you and make you feel like, oh, well, maybe four years was a little too harsh. We're just going to cut it back to two. And we're going to let you go in and do it anyhow, but you can't wave your flag. Don't nobody give a damn about your flag. You still up there racking up medals, knocking other folk out that could have had a shot because y'all are in there and you shouldn't be because your ass was banned. Mm. And I'm getting tired of this bull crap. Mm. Banned should mean banned. If I ban you from my house, you best believe you will not cross my doorstep. I don't give a dang on what you appeal. Banned means banned. This is red wine, and I'm just saying, they didn't bend the rules for Shikari Richardson. They didn't bend the rules for those 10 Nigerians that they said you can't participate. Oh, but you bent the rules for the Russian, uh, what is it, the ROC? You bent the rules for them? I'm putting the, the IOC and that other organization on the kiss it list. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Banned should mean banned. If you had a time period and it has not expired, we shouldn't even see your butt until that time expires. Now, I'm done. Okay. Well, Putin will poison your ass. I ain't scared of Putin. Yeah, he will. That motherfucker, he's crazy as shit. <laughs> yeah. You're right, Papa D. Well, he haven't met crazy till you cross a black woman. I ain't That's all I'm going to tell you on that one. Right, okay. Yeah. You ain't seen crazy till you mess with a crazy yeah, black, black woman. Oh, he crazy. Putin will poison your yeah. ass. Okay. He doesn't know black crazy. While you walking down the street, you'll He doesn't know black crazy. You'll be dead. He know Russian crazy, but he doesn't know black crazy. Yeah. He, he He's a nut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can keep on being a nut. But banned should mean banned. Right. Now I'm done. Okay. Give it to you, Papa D. That was a good one. I didn't even know that was going on. Yeah, it's some bull crap. Yeah. They ain't going to ROC. Get the freak out of here. But the ROC is winning, though. They winning gold medals. Yeah, they are. Money talks. Yes, walks, baby. It is. All right, Papa D. Living for the city. What's happening? Well, uh, I'll tell you what. You know, the one thing I want to say on the Olympics as well, and I'll keep it short, I just think that going forward for Americans, you know, we got to realize that, you know, this, 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 the Olympics is a major, it's a major entity. And I think that as we sit over here as Americans in the milk and honey world, especially the basketball players making all that money, and everybody making all that money, and they stop for a minute to go play in the Olympics like, 
they can take their big bellies and their out of shapeness and everything. As long as they're Americans, they can compete. And that's not the case. Because them people over there, they're hungry, man. They're hungry. When they all come together in an Olympic, you know, compound, confines there, they're they're hungry. These people are completely hungry. And we, we got so much milk and honey. We don't realize how much milk and honey we have, you know. We're having our cake and we're eating it too. And we go over there and we see the way these people are fighting to get to get what they want to get. It's just some, I mean, look at some of those those uh, bike races that uh those little bicycle what they call them the uh, BMX or B- oh yeah BMX bikes and the uh, different just different little races or different situations. People are working hard to win, just to win. Period. You know the way the girl played Ledecky. The, the, the young lady from uh, Australia. I don't know why they put them in the same back-to-back lanes next to each other. When the girl has been watching, you know, Ledecky for years, now that she's old enough to, to swim, and then they put them side by side. She played her. She acted like they were running close together, but then when it came to the end of the race, she ended up winning. Mm-hmm. You know, if she couldn't see Ledecky, then, then Ledecky could have had an easier chance. But as as TV would have it, oh, put them two in the same lane. Well, why would you put two speedsters next to each other in the water? One that's faster, that knows they're faster, can play the other person. And they didn't even see that. Didn't even see it. I mean, TV could be so smart, but yet so damn stupid at the same time. You know, and uh, just the whole situation, you know, with uh, the gymnasts, you know, and, and everybody involved, just like your boy, uh, Red Wine, the uh, tennis player. Uh, uh, Djokovic. Djokovic. Djokovic is one of the best tennis players going, but he got smoked. Wow. I mean, he was winning the match, but then the other gentleman came back and came up and beat him. I mean, he, when he was when it was over, that German was sweating his ass off, but he took him out. You know, because maybe Djokovic just kind of just had too much milk and honey. <laughs> you know, wow. you you got to understand the difference between milk and honey and mm-hmm. somebody that's hungry. Mm-hmm. There's a hell of a difference in life with music. Look at all these people that made their first album. You know, Stevie Wonder's early albums, Brothers Johnson's early album, Earth, Wind & Fire's early albums. They were hungry. The Beatles' early albums. They were hungry. And they did their best. Same with athletes. But America's gotten, you know, they think we're going to go over there and win. No, you're not. No, you're not going to win. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to see, you're going to try to be impressive like like uh, the young lady, the gymnast. Mm-hmm. You know, Bow, what's her name, Bow? Simone Bow. Mm-hmm. She got over here and she started flipping and she was out of her game. This girl fly through the air like a like the, like the, like the sand goes in a palm, flying through the air with the greatest of ease. Mm-hmm. on the flying trampeze. You know, when she flew through the air and she fell off the mat, she said, I ain't never done no shit like that before. What the fuck is going on? The fact that everybody's been hyping me wow. and, and stuff like that. The one thing I want to say, and I'll close it with this here, you have to watch your hype level. If you are running a brand or whatever you're doing out there, if you're doing something... Watch just like the guy in, in Chicago, reference him again. Mm-hmm. Give them white folks in your neighborhood some shit. You didn't give them shit. You give them shit and they'll mm-hmm. shut the fuck up. They really will. Because white folks will take a hand out in a fucking minute. I don't know. They'll take, I know. Okay. They'll take a hand. Give them, they get free 
Wednesday for the neighborhood people and get somebody to get behind it that got money, get a good good rapper or good somebody behind it to sponsor that night mm-hmm. and throw about 20000 to feed their asses. Mm-hmm. You know, give them some good old fattening shit that they pasta or something, you know. Right. Anyway, but what I'm saying, to make a long story short, is that we have to start thinking as Americans, we need to go to the Olympics to compete, right. not to win, to mm-hmm. compete like anybody else. Stop going over here thinking because you're a millionaire and you're with 20 other basketball players, you're good. Or you're with 20 other soccer players, that you're good. No, you're not. Them people coming from all these faraway countries, and they're coming from the Netherlands, Germany, Greece, everywhere, everywhere. And they are hungry. And that gold medal, silver, even a bronze medal looks good on them. You know, it's just God's will. You know? They just, you know, we're all God's children, despite how much money we got in the bank. So, in closing, I just say, look, America, take that shit down. The, the Olympics is three years away now. It waited five. Now it's only three. So, come to the next Olympics in 2024, go there with a different attitude. Leave all your ego and your fucking millions in America. When you take your ass to, where is it, Paris? Is that where the next one is? Yes, it is. Go to Paris to, oh, to compete and to win. Yeah, red wine with your <laughs> fake me out ass French ass. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to close on that. But just, America, please, be cool. Stand up. All right, be cool. All right, we got you. Got the message. Chill out. Be cool. Yeah. I agree. Bigger than all of us, man. The Olympics is national. Anyway. Yeah. Because, you know, every time they say, oh, well, so-and-so is favored to win, I'm like, here we go. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And usually that's not the person that wins. But anyway, all right, we're going to take a quick break, and we're coming back with Kettle in the Hollywood wrap-up. She got the juice on the loose, ready to bust loose. We'll be back on the other side of the break. You're in tune to the Late Night Adult Pajama Party right here on Blog Talk Radio. This is a production of DC Homegrown Entertainment. To share your opinion with the Pajama Party crew, call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. If you'd rather just listen in, you can still call us and listen on your phone, or you can listen online by going to our website, www.apajamaparty.com, and clicking the Listen banner in the top right corner. So join the conversation and let us know what you think about tonight's topics or whatever is on your mind. Okay, who turned the lights off? Call us now, 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One of Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Okay. Uh, it's time for Gattle in the Hollywood wrap-up. Yeah. What's happening in Hollywood? Hollywood. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba Hollywood. All right. Let's see what's happening out here. All right. Uh, a new series is coming to Fox. It's called Our Kind of People. Mm-hmm. And uh, check this out. Tasha Smith, she's going to direct this series. He's directing now? He is directing now. Okay. The premiere is on a Tuesday, September the 21st. And uh, Lee Daniels has his hand in this. 
Um, Yaya DeCostas, she's an uh, actress. She um, has done quite a bit. She's on Chicago Med, Chicago Fire, and Chicago PD. Yeah, I like um, her. She's done The Simpsons. Um, she did the Whitney Houston movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I've seen her face before. She, uh, she's one of the nurses on Chicago Med. Okay. All right. She I'm was dating that uh, Asian guy at one point, if you okay. watch Chicago Med. Oh, right. really? That's my show. Oh, of course I did. Yeah. Of course. And oh, she was yeah. in, uh, she, he pulled her from, well, she was in The Butler also, uh, Lee Daniels, The Butler. Yeah, and but yeah. she did play Whitney Houston. I do remember now. Okay, did she really? that was her. That was her. Oh wow! <clears throat> um, so she's in this new drama, All Kind of People. It's inspired by Lawrence Otis Graham. It's a book of our um, kind of people inside America's black upper class. Oh. The series written by Geist takes place in the uh, aspirational world of Oak Bluffs on Martha's Vineyard. Mm. Historical uh, stronghold where the rich and powerful black elite have come to play for more than fifty years. Mm. So it it follows Angela Vaughn, um, that's the Casas, as she sets out to reclaim her family's name and make it impact on her um, hair care line that highlights the in, innate and national natural beauty of black women. But okay. she soon discovers a dark secret. Oh. After her mother's past, that will turn her world upside down and shake the community forever. Mm. All right now, that's on September the 21st. Okay, and it's called what now? People Like Us? Our Kind of People. Oh, Our Kind of People. Our Kind of People. Also, Whoopi Goldberg has joined the cast of the new movie Teal, in the Teal story. Teal's an up, mm. um, upcoming Orient Pictures historical drama that will follow Teal's mother. Mamie Till Mobley and her fight for justice following her son's brutal murder at the hands of a white mob when he was 14 years old. Everybody knows that story. Mm-hmm. It will chronicle the events leading up to uh, Till Mobley's um, uh, decision to hold an open casket funeral for Till, which aided in sparking the civil rights movement by sharing the horrors of racism. Uh, Whoopi goes on to say, she says, we have waited a, long, a very long time to bring this historical uh, nas- um, I'm sorry, historically necessary, important film to people. And as we watch the repression of American history, when it comes to people of color, it makes it even that more important. Okay, now. that's right. Whoopi has spoken. That's what I hear it is. Whoop, whoop. Okay. My boyfriend, he ain't got a new girlfriend here. Uh-uh. After being pictured side-by-side with his Mission Impossible co-star, Haley Atwill, at the Wimbledon Women's Final, oh, excuse me, at the mm-hmm. tennis court, mm-hmm. many more convinced that Tom Cruise has a new girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Tom and Haley stole the spotlight as they were pictured at the event smiling happily with the camera. Uh, since working together on set, Tom is said to have grown very close uh, to his co-star. I bet. Mm-hmm. So in uh, September 2019, it was announced that um, Haley, she was um, set to star in the Mission Impossible Seven and Mission Impossible 8. Okay. Alongside my boyfriend, Tom Cruise, now I'm going to have to get at him. Mm. That's a lot of Mission Impossible. I'm, and I'm loving every minute of it. Yeah, he's doing it. <laughs> uh, the first movie set to release later this year and the second in 2022. I can't wait. Okay. 
um, after hundreds and thousands of fans lobbied online for the former Reading Rainbow host to replace the late Alex Trebek, Burton accompanied the podium Monday night. That's uh, LeVar Burton. After thousands of fans lobbied online, Burton was announced in the lineup of guest hosts, which also included um, Aaron Rodgers, Robin Roberts, and George Sinopoulos. Why did he get George Sinopoulos? Who knows? I don't understand. Aaron Rodgers was drier than stale toast. I can imagine. Um, Burton tweeted, I am overjoyed, excited, and eager to be guest hosting Jeopardy. Said when he took the... um, Jeopardy podium stage on Monday. He continued to express his thanks and gratitude. Right on. With and he's doing a good job. Okay. I got to check it out. I have to go on YouTube and check it out. Also, big news, uh, Megan could be replaced on The View by Candace Owens or Megan Kelly. What? Hold up. Candace Owens or Kelly Ann Conway. Oh, my God. The um, cons- conservative talk show host announced in July, which this month that she was done with the show. Speculation speculation is amounting as uh, to whom will replace her when the ABC reportedly scrambles to find another uh, conservative voice. McCain's replacement will likely be, um, they said, Trump conservative, such as Kimberly um, Guilfoyle, which is um, Donald Trump Jr.'s girlfriend. Oh, gosh. I said, oh, anybody you, would be better than Candace and, Owens. And they claimed that she was the biggest draw when she was on there. I was like, really? Okay. In her mind. McCain was a controversial co-host on The View, as she was the only one with the Republican viewpoint. Yeah. Uh, ABC has not confirmed any hiring decision to replace Megan. And... Uh, they were saying they should promote um, the um, Spanish woman, Anna Navarro, oh, full-time host, but she likes part-time. Cause she does a lot of other things, they said. Yeah, she does. She's very popular. She's all over the place. Yeah, she's, yeah, and hey, don't mess up her money. Mm-hmm. She said, I don't want to be permanent. Just maybe part-time. Yeah. I'll just fill in. So it's going to be interesting she to hit it and quit it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I like that. It's going to be interesting to see who who is going to, you know, fill that, that uh, spot. mm so I guess Megan going on the big and better things, I guess. Well, as long as she goes. Well, I know that's out. right. Unless she's tired of fighting with no. Whoopi. Bye, Megan. <laughs> um, as we were talking about earlier, um, Scarlett Johansson, she is suing Disney over streaming of The Black Widow. You know, she stars in the new Black Widow film. Um, she's suing Disney for breach of contract after it streamed her superhero film Black Widow at the same time as the cinema release. Uh-huh. She was thinking that they were just going to do cinema um, for probably a couple of months and then stream it, but uh, no. So, but box office receipts then fell sharply, and Mrs. Johansson argues she was deprived of potential earnings. In uh-huh. response, to Disney said it, it had fully, quote unquote, fully complied with her contract and that her case had no merit whatsoever. Yeah, Ms. We'll yep. Miss Johansson said she was uh, promised by Marvel Studios. See, they probably got in bed with, with with Disney, or Disney probably just made a decision, mm-hmm. which is owned by Disney, that Black Widow would be a theatrical release. She said um, she had understood this to mean a widow. Uh, the the movie of time would pass. Um, you know, do 90 days, and, t- and, and you know. Yeah, before it hit the uh, right. Plus. Right, mm-hmm. I know because of the pandemic, you know, a lot of theaters were closed, but a lot of them are starting to open back up. 
So um, it should have been clear. I think probably in that contract was not clear. Um, it has grossed $218 million in its first weekend. Wow. Mm. Uh-huh. I don't know what's clear and what's not, but right. for her to say the contract was breached, then there must have been something in writing that determined how that was supposed to go down. Right. But then a lot of times, you know, they put in those contracts, that language and stuff, you know, you don't understand. Yeah. But I'm quite sure she has lawyers. And I was getting ready to say, then that's why you have a lawyer to write stuff over. Simon Cowell, I haven't heard his name in a while. The X Factor has been canceled after 17 years. Oh, you clapping? Yay. Hi. <laughs> uh, Everybody knows the talent show X Factor is broadcast in the UK. That was what he created, the uh, kind of American Idol, I think, um, mm-hmm. dance, I guess, created by Kyle in 2004. It aired 445 episodes over 15 series, uh, with the last one being in 2018. The new show sees musical acts take to the stage to perform while panel of judges, including Kyle, decide who the top. Uh, two performers of the evening are so interesting. Whatever. And uh, last but not least, the Silk Sonic, which your boys, Bruno oh, yeah. Mars and Anderson Pack, came together earlier this year to leave the door open. Yeah, um, since Silk Sonic have uh, showed their stuff in a live context on the Grammy Awards. Yep, they were. They've been everywhere. iHeart mm-hmm. Music Awards, BET. Uh, it also reached the summit on the adult R&B airplay chart, becoming the fastest to reach number one spot by male artists in the chart's history. Yay. And uh, also, it's a new single, Skate is another funky throwback 70s vibe also. Oh, they got another one out. Yep. Yeah, when's the album coming out? They said they're going to have an album coming out. Well, they, since they do 10 songs, at least. Yeah, I think they're teasing folks. Yeah, they <laughs> so got me on the hook. Yeah, I think, you know, this, the teasers are good. That way you buy the whole album. Yeah. You can two songs, but still you go buy the album. All right. Oh, wait a minute. Let me go back to the line. Oh, let's see what's going on. Hello, hello, caller. Welcome hey, 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 this is... This is Papa Diddy Jr. back again. <clears throat> I want to oh, okay. add something to the to the Hollywood segment. Um, actually, I have a challenge for the Pajama Party crew. Last mm-hmm. um, Saturday or Sunday, I went to go see the number one movie in in the um, in the world. Oh, so I'm I want to challenge you guys to go check that movie out and let's talk about it next week. It's a very interesting okay. movie. What is the movie called? It's called Old. It's the number one yeah, movie. I heard about it. Old yes, D. Very interesting. Yeah, I heard. Oh, I did hear about it, but I didn't. I hadn't. That, that took place it. on the beach or something. That effect. Yes, yes. Please, yeah. I, I want all yeah. three of y'all when you get a chance. Okay. Please go see it, and let's make that a topic next week. It is a very, very interesting movie. Okay. okay. All right. Sounds like a winner. We yeah, I saw that. It was very. It it, yeah, the previews were very interesting. Yeah, I saw the previews, and I was like, "Wait, yes. what?" Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. So I, I'm okay. going to say this: <laughs> when you see it, it, it will it will be a very good topic. I'll put it that way. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. thank you for that tip. We will definitely put yeah. it on our list and check it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You guys. Um. I just wanted to add that to the Hollywood piece of um, 
my birthday girl kettle. Well, thank you so much. All right. <laughs> yes. We'll check it out. Thank right. you. Okay. All, All right. right. You guys have a Oh, sorry about that. All we right. You have a good evening, too. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, put that on the list. Mm-hmm. All right. That takes us down to the Kiss It list, Papa Didi. What is the Kiss It list? Kiss It list is a group of people that show their butt hiney over the last week or so or two weeks or whatever. It don't matter as long as they're showing their ass. And we're putting them on the list. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see, we got the uh, House representative that uh, protested the mask rule, including Matt Getz, Marjorie mm-hmm. Taylor Greene, and 35 others. From <laughs> they just never give up. Oh, no. It's too much. They now, this it. guy, Tony Roma, he's an Italian restaurant owner in uh, uh, Hamilton Beach, uh, California, mm-hmm. posting a sign that said, the restaurant requires proof of being unvaccinated. Oh, God. And say that he has zero tolerance for, uh, you know, anti-Americans. This guy is a complete idiot. You got to hear him talking. He was talking to uh, Comro the other day on CNN. It was it was amazing. I saw that interview. Yeah. That guy is a total jerk-off. Yeah, he's a typical Italian. Uh, you know, yeah. people are typical. It's just... He was like watching a, a living stereotype. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I've got this one. Representative Madison Cawthorn, who's a Republican from North Carolina. This guy has been soliciting donations online, saying that he needs to be able to pay the fines for congressional members and staff that refuse to wear a mask in the Capitol. But what's crazy is that when you click on his donation link, it takes you to his campaign page. Now, how are you soliciting donations to pay people's mask fines? First of all, why are they refusing to wear masks? If the Capitol Police put a memo out saying you have to, the president says you have to, the CDC is trying to save your stupid life telling you you need to, he says, I'm trying to raise money to pay fines for these folks, but the site is going to his campaign page. But you know what, though? You know what's so interesting? That's when white folks are manipulating other white folks. That's when it's very, that's when it's interesting. That's when it's okay. interesting as hell. Okay. You look and be exactly like, what they're boy, doing. y'all are really stupid. Yeah. Anytime your own people can bullshit you, boy, y'all are real stupid. I got Texas Deputy Attorney General Aaron Wright um, for calling Simone Biles a national embarrassment. And then later coming up with this lame apology when everybody started coming for him because he said something so stupid. Like, how you going to call her a national embarrassment? Dude, go sit down. Uh, and also, all the people who talk smack about Simone Biles withdrawing from Olympic competition to preserve her own health and life. Uh, let's see, I got one more. Lumberton. Honda, ex-employee, this is out of Durham, North Carolina. This man is a, was a car salesperson. He posted a picture of a 21-year-old first-time black car owner. Her name is Tiffany, I'm sorry, Trinity Bethune. But he posted her picture and put her name as Bonquisha. Hmm. Talking about Bonquisha got her first car. Like, how the hell are you going to call this black woman Bonquisha? Oh, God. Oh, God. You know, I'm like, really? So he got fired. But I'm I'm giving him the Ass of the Week award. Okay. All right. 
Kettle, who you got? Um, Representative Robert for throwing a mask at a staffer who asked her to wear one since it is a requirement. They are crazy. Um, the so-called Election Integrity Committee in Pennsylvania demanding the residents tell them who they voted for in uh, the presidential election. And they were going door-to-door, okay. Um, also, former gym, gymna, gymnastics doctor Larry Nasser spoiling himself using thousands of dollars from his government fund to buy extra food and phone calls, but has not paid up his debts to his victims or the crime victims fund. I saw that article. Wow. He's been up in jail buying all this extra stuff with his commissary fund, but he haven't paid the victim fund or any of that that he's supposed to be paying. Um, These people are off the chain. Did I mention the man with the ill of his ass? Oh, him too. Excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a bazanus or whatever you want to call Mr. it. Mr. Eel Anus. Um, He's on the kiss it list. Uh, who else did I say? The IOC? Uh-huh. And uh, the other governing board that allowed the uh, ROC to let their gymnasts participate in the Olympics. The Mensa cop? That killed the black guy? Yes, that guy, Mensa. Okay. We did. York, Pennsylvania. Got them. Trump stuff. Um, the cops, um, the north side in Lincoln Park, the people there, the man has the diamond. Oh, yeah, the this people is, that are harassing this brother's yeah, restaurant yeah. in uh, Chicago. Yeah, north side of Chicago, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and that's is all that I everybody? Have. That's all I have. Yeah. Got anybody else, Papa Didi? No, that's it. All right. Well, let's give them their prize. Here it is. This is what you want. Kiss my entire ass. Kiss my Irish ass. You better kiss my Irish ass. This world, kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. All right, welcome back to John Party. I'm one of those Papa DJ. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for the last word, Papa Didi. What you got to say? My last word is just uh, be careful out there. Get your shot. If they call for a booster, get a booster. Whatever you can get in your arm, get in your arm. I mean that sincere. sincerely. Okay. Well, my last word is if you're banned, you're banned. Stop looking for loopholes. If you do something wrong and you screw up, take your punishment. Write it out and then come back better and stronger and get it right the next time. But stop trying to find a loophole to figure out I'm going to duck this and circumvent whatever the punishment. Just take your punishment like a man, like a woman, like a grown-up. That's my last word. Mm-hmm. What's your last word, Kel? I was going to say, I was going to be quiet. <laughs> But the guy that owns the, the diner, the dinner, and the movie, leave him the hell alone. 
He's just trying to make a living. Okay? Y'all white people up there, y'all need to get with the motherfucking program. Yeah, I'm cussing. God damn it, I'm mad now. A person can't even have a business in a quote-unquote white area. It's not even their, their land. I mean, it's everybody's land. Everybody should have a piece of the pie. Come on now, sure fair, fair. You're right. Not their land at all. They probably stole from the damn Indians. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's just crazy. If you don't want to patronize it, don't go up in there. But leave him alone. Leave him alone. But it's it's, it's a conspiracy, as they say, Yeah. to get this man to, you know, run him out of business. And, and the I cops hope, and everybody's involved in yeah. it. Yeah, and I hope he stays, stays fast. And I hope he can go to somebody higher up. Because if you try to go to authorities there, they just going to sh- just knock him right back down. They all in cahoots. It it wouldn't surprise me. We need to follow the stories. It would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Suppose this shit go all the way to the motherfucking Supreme Court. Yeah, I'm cussing tonight because I'm, I'm pissed. What about that black mare? What's she got to say about her? Oh, yeah. Uh, Lightfoot. Yeah. What's she saying about this? Mm-hmm. She probably scared to say any damn thing. You probably don't white people. Why? She think Putin going to come get her too? You know what? Anyway, just leave that man alone on the north side of Lincoln Park. Please do because... He's just, he's just trying to survive as a business owner. That's all. That's all. A dinner and a movie. That's it. That simple. Just simple. All right. Well, we gave y'all what we had for you tonight. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll do it again next Friday, going into August. Happy birthday, Cattle. Thank you. Woo! Birthday. Shot, shot, shot. Hey. Shot, shot. Let me get off the air. We go <laughs> one more round. All right. All right. Uh, we're going to get up out of here. Say good night, Papa Didi. Good night, everybody. Say good night, Kettle. Good night, and thanks to everybody for listening. Papa Didi Jr., uh, aunts, uncles, cousins are listening from everywhere, from Cali to North Kakalaki to the DMV. We appreciate you listening, and uh, thanks. All righty. We'll do it again next Friday. Check us out online at apajamaparty.com. Peace and grease. We're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatetti, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Yabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night, and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Oh,